Today's words of the day, the first one, unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. Woat. Woat. With a T. Woat with a T. Worst of all time. Opposite a goat. There you go. The woat. You don't want to be the woat. Uh, transition. The other word of the day is goat. Delegate. Wow. Yeah. A person designated to act for or represent another or others. Deputy representative as in a political convention. A very appropriate given Super Tuesday. Dude, does this mean now that Bloomberg's done that he'll stop with the ads all over the fucking ESPN podcast? I'm listening to them and it seems like every commercial break it's it was either who was it Michael Douglas the dude who had the thought he got the um, thought he had the throat cancer from going down on his wife uh, that dude does I've played a president on TV before but I know that Mike Bloomberg would make a great president it's like no you don't that doesn't mean that does n- yeah. nothing nothing it's uh no he he put out a tweet today of the scene from Star Wars the New Hope where Obi Wan says strike me down Darth I'll become more powerful than you'll ever know it's right when he canceled his campaign. <laughs> All right. It's one of the funnier. It's one of the funnier videos. Symbolism behind that. <laughs> a little interesting, but yeah, it's just like fuck, dude. I'm so tired of it. It's annoying, and they all talk smack about each other, and then as soon as they drop out, they're like, "This is who I'm endorsing," and it's just like that's yeah, really just yeah. who you talk shit about the least. Like, it's funny. You know? Funny how that works. Oh man, all around the board. But yeah, I'm, so I've been up since about 3:30 a.m. because I had to go in early so we could cover this shit, and then the local elections. That was nice and awkward today at work too. Oh, dude, who won the? Uh Two on the smart train thing. It did not pass. Did not pass. Wow. It mm. had to have two thirds majority. It did not pass. So my dad, my yeah, never mind. Okay, you don't want to. You want to six sports? Hashtag. Six so yeah, sports. hashtag six sports. Hashtag six sports. Hashtag. I'm only a player. How what was that one? LeBron had. The, the f- I'm more than a player. Or more than an athlete. <laughs> more than an athlete. No, no, no. The one that's like a whole sentence long oh, hashtag. I <laughs> Sometimes I hurt myself if you try to keep up with LeBron's hashtags. You know. All right, I so a lot of sheesh that night. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it happens. Good cab. All right, I think we're going to have an above average show, but I don't want to jinx anything. You ready? Yes. Let's get it on. And welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags of fun facts, a podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I am joined in studio or in the garage, whatever. It's a garage studio. You know how we do it. Uh, with with my friend and co-host in that order, Brendan Flanagan. Hello. How's it going, Flan? Good. Oh. All right, that's good. That's good to hear that your phlegm is eating you. All right, I have a story for you here. A 24-year-old woman named uh, Kaylee Wilkes from California posted a story on Facebook about her perfect plant. She said she had a succulent by her uh, kitchen window for about two years 
Uh, beautiful color. She loved it so much. She wouldn't let anybody else water it. Last week, she decided it deserved a better vase. And when she took it out of its container, she found out it was fake. So she had, uh, she had been watering this plant for two years and found out that it was a fake plant. Mm. That's love, tough. love, love a good plant. <laughs> That's tough. That's ridiculous. I feel like I would, you would probably have to question some things there. Like, at least a month in, you'd be like, what's going on? Well, <laughs> you know, it just checks off the box <laughs> of, am I a dumb bitch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, oh, also, quick quick before we start, uh, shouts out to Dan Benjamin, who has, you know, been a, been a featured guest, but he's also been badgering me every week that goes by, and he's like, you guys haven't been doing episodes? It's like, nah, man, life got in the way. <laughs> Life got in the way, motivation got in the way. Hangovers got in the way. Benders, it's tough, man. We're rolling with the punches. It's also yes. like a low-key slow time, so you know. And then also shouts out to Savannah Clement, so she's still listening from all the way out in Texas. Really? Remember that? Shout Remember out. when we saw her at Russian River? Yeah. At one time? Way back. It was like, well, we're on, this is like 131, so we've been doing it for a while. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Doing it for a long time. All right. She's in New York, isn't she? I have no idea. I just see her on Twitter. And then occasionally she'll pop up when she's like back home, and I'll just be like, "Hey, what's up? What's good?" Mm. And then you know, hi Savannah. <laughs> Transition. All right, alphabet is Ada. All right, Alpha. We're gonna give it to. Uh, I'm gonna give it to my boy Jeff Woodworth. Oh wow. And Jordan Poole. Oh, this is true. This is true. And maybe the Warriors uh, G League team. I should give the Alpha to Jordan Poole. This is a lot to write down here. Jeez, me. Why are you writing it down? I just I do it for you. Now know, I'm gonna give you track. the beta now. I, I, I keep track of these things. I'm a scribe, you know. What can I say? Uh, for for references, you know, when we like to mm-hmm. go through the archives. We're 131 deep, dude. You gotta have some references here. For, it's 131. Uh, yeah, 131. Wow. Uh, like Joe the, Rogan stuff. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> and the uh, Santa Cruz Warriors, huh? So yeah. why why is this about why? Because they were 16 and a half point dogs last night, and they won by 16. Oh. I thought it would have something to do with the fact that there's a certain, uh, I don't know why I put a T on certain, there's a certain Twitter account dedicated to one Jordan Poole, but it's out of, no, it's out of Brazil, (laughs) (laughs) it's, uh, Jordan Poole Brazil is the, uh, the, the ABI and it just oh, at, is at that what you sent me? at Jordan Poole BR and it says Primario. I don't I don't know I don't know uh what is it Portuguese so mm-hmm. f- forgive me here but it's a uh, Primario Perfil de Hovem Jordan Poole Escolhido na twenty eight degree pick do one degree round Pelos Warriors hashtag Dub Nation so I got that part and um yeah they they just this is a dedicated fan page to Jordan Poole. Uh, like 23 hours ago, Jordan Poole, 15 points, three rebounds, six assists, four seven for 57 percent, four six for uh, from three for 66 percent. And it says Alam de Run Crucial Progo Yogo, and then it posted a meme saying you just lost to Jordan Poole. <laughs> so I might steal that meme and make it my own. Sounds good. All right, Beta. Beta, I'm gonna get to myself. Oh, why? What happened? Usually I can power through hangovers, but no. Sunday I was very hungover. That was the reason we didn't have an episode. And, yeah, I basically w- got home from the East Bay like at 3 and then fell asleep. Okay, I do would like to raise this question. So you have no problem going to the <laughs> East Bay, but when I say, hey, dude, it's a Friday night, let's go to Sebastopol for some Friday beers, you're like, no, that's too far. Or, or when we have a ride out there from a from a post casino from the fight at the casino, 
all the way out there to be chauffeured, and you still say no. I'm just confused. How does that thought process work? There's a lot of thoughts out there I don't want to run into. A lot of thoughts. <laughs> what are you just are you running up for? You got Tinder receipts that that backlog uh, from out in Sebastopol from a past life? Just no. I went out there and slayed back in summer <laughs> summer sixteen. I was just a slut now in Sebastopol. Where were you summer sixteen? What was that line from Creed from the Office? A lot of in the mud, you know. A few guys. Summer two thousand sixteen. Where were you? Were you Chico? Chico. You, you were at Chico. I was in Chico. Okay. Yeah, so so you, have, ha ha. you have no reason, <laughs> and then you have no reason to not want to go out there because then there's all the little, all the little thoughts for you to run into. Yeah. Plenty well, for you to thumb through. I'm telling you. I got roped into that one. That, was my, that was my fault. Yeah. I catch him. I catch him staring all the time. Yeah. All right. Zeta. Yes. I'm gonna give it to uh, First Take slash Spike Lee for basically having a segment on their show, <sighs> making it seem like Spike Lee got assaulted all right. by. The Knicks. This was going to be one of the talking <laughs> points that we're going to, but but I'm I'm happy to talk about it right now. This is absolutely ridiculous. Dude. Did you see the whole the whole thing? Like by now you should know that Spike. I mean I, I'm guessing at this point this is not very good podcasting. But you know Spike Lee, uh, basically just complained that he wasn't allowed to use the employee entrance at the Garden, even though he's probably in his estimation spent close to 10 million dollars on tickets and to be fair and he also said that the Knicks, he'll probably die before the next one <laughs> championship but this is facts take a look at the last 20 years and spike lee has been paying for season tickets for that product the entire time the whole 20 years the team they had, they that has signed six power forwards yeah, the three sean marbury years and the two <laughs> carmelo anthony years and stoudemire Lynn sanity yeah. he saw Lynn sanity he did see. He saw Kobe drop what six? Are you seen? He's seen lots of guys come in and, and hang sixties on on the Knicks in the Garden because that's still, I guess, a prestigious thing. What a joke! It's just, it's really rough, man. Like, and then it's not too often you you find a team in a big market like that just suck for twenty years. And then today there were some there were some kids that were kicked out for chanting "sell the team," hmm. and it's just like I feel like if you. If you have a 20-year window of owning the team and you only make it to the playoffs three times, it, unless you win a championship in in one of those three years or something, you, I mean, you should have to be selling the team. Did I read? I think I read somewhere that during that whole spike that they said the floor of the gardens on the fifth floor of the fifth whole or sixth floor. Yeah, it's a large venue. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was like shit. But you gotta you gotta think like floor like floor wise. You know that could just be where. The you know like it could be like I was thinking that they're saying the the court is on the fifth floor of Madison Square Garden. And you think that the floors are just that big? I see. I've never been. So that's what I'm saying. No, no, we gotta no, look no, up. I'm saying I'm saying, they have they have, it's like the, from the ground they have one two three four five stories until you get to the damn court, and then it comes to then it goes up. I'm looking the, up the dimensions right now of the Madison Square Garden. I don't understand how it's built. It doesn't make that sense. That would be, I would be. Because then that would make sense how they're able to have the, their, uh, but I'm saying they would still turn around the, you know what, what I think what? it is? I think each, I think each uh, floor represents the level. So like, you know, like you could still have seats and stadium seating up in floors four through six, you know, like, let's say there's, let's say there's six or eight, eight floors at the, uh, at the garden, right? So like maybe the first two, first two or three are all storage. And then three and four is like when you start getting, or in, in, you start getting to like concert stuff, I guess. And then, because I know there's a comedy club, there's like a there's a smaller theater venue on the inside of the garden tucked in there somewhere, mm. like that they can do smaller shows, so you don't have to sell it out, you know. It's just a, 
It's really, that's actually really weird. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, but anyway, just the, the thing that's so funny about that whole situation was uh, on first take, uh, Spike Lee came on, and Stephen A. and Molly and Max were basically interviewing him like he just got, he, like he just got assaulted. Like, they were asking him questions, like, trying to, like, trying to, like, um, I don't know what the word for it is, but it was, it was a pretty obnoxious interview. In reality, all he did was just tr- go through the employee entrance, and they was like, dude, you can't do that. You go through the VIP, they're like, everybody else. Yeah. I th- okay, so this is weird. And then, and then, and then what was it, somebody, then he said, uh, St- Spike Lee said that he was framed, or James Dolan came over, shook his hand, somebody from the upper deck took a picture of it. Yeah, and Dol- Dol- Dolan, Dolan framed it all. Just short of, yeah, assault. But that, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just it's it's a little puzzling how first take had decided, and then the next statement that they came out with afterwards. Too, <laughs> was, yeah, just like it was like uh, yeah, it was it was like the most informal. I don't understand it. Statement. Dude. It doesn't make any sense. And I mean, the fact that this is what the Knicks are being talked about right now instead of they're actually this is very good. This is very smart of the Knicks because it actually takes us off of talking about how bad they are playing right now, and then instead we just kind of focus about how bad they've been in general, you know, since, the, I mean, really the turn of the century, you know? I just, I mean, it's a, I guess it's a good place to go. People still continue to, it continues to sell out, so they want to see, it's about, I guess, seeing other teams that come through and play the Knicks, not really seeing the Knicks. I mean, <coughs> the Warriors aren't really, I mean... Back in the early 2000s, that's what it was like being with the Warriors. It was like, it's never been this bad, though. The Warriors. No, 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 no. But, but, like, but, like, it was like the times where I was like, okay, Kobe's coming in. All right. So, you want to take a look at, I would argue that the early, well, you had the We Believe team that made a run. And then you had some playoff teams there before, I want to say around 2011, 2012, you had started to have some playoff runs, I believe, 2013, right around that range. So all I'm saying is it's been more than just the four or five, or the, I mean, the, the three championship runs, you know, that were, uh, am I doing that right? Am I getting the years mixed up? 16, when the Warriors win their championships? 15. 15, lost in 16, won in 17. One in 18, 18, lost in 19. 19. Okay, so yeah. In the midst of those four four championships right there, so the, those appearances, there was two or three playoff runs before, so it's not like they've been nearly as mediocre as the Knicks if you want to look over at the same 20-year no, no, scale. No, 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 I know, but, like, but like in, when, the, when the Warriors were bad, though, it was like if you're going to a game, you're going to see. Well, yeah, yeah but that, I mean, did the war? well, actually, I take that back. Also, a different time in the NBA because the three-point shot hadn't been really, like, started to be, like, revolutionized or, or utilized as it was, but I'd be interested to see how many other teams had six fucking power forwards on their team. <laughs> Like the Knicks have right now. All right, so uh, got the box. <laughs> all right, we still uh, we're we're I don't know what's going on. I mean, I talked to Tim intermittently, but I haven't been getting him on the podcast lately. Tim, if you're listening to this, we want you back on. I'll get you a stat. Do you miss Tim? I got stats. Don't no, worry. No, I got stat right now. It's time for Tim Brown's beast. Okay, <laughs> it's time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. All right, I got some. Well, these are more just facts, not really stats, but they could be stats, I guess, if you want to use like a year, for example. 1977 at a place called The Warehouse in Chicago. That's where house music got its name, at a place called The Warehouse. You want another one? Yes. Mm. Feed me. The step in words like stepmother or stepchild doesn't come from the fact that you're one step away from being blood-related. It comes from an old English word spelled S-T-E-O-P, which meant 
deprived of a relative. So orphans were called stiop children. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading a tweet. Uh, that one was really bad, dude. I almost started to hurt myself halfway through it. Damn, that's a problem. <coughs> well, oh, how about this? The word mafia is never used in The Godfather as a part of deal the producers made with the mafia to get their support for production. Need some protection. Turn production. All right, what's your stat? Uh, my stat is Warriors will compete for a title next That's, year. Uh, not a stat. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, now it's time for some winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimately. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. First up on winners and losers, Flan, I have... Are you okay? Yeah. All right. No, no, that's just a, that's a snack for later. That's what that is. Flemming's not. Speaking of coronavirus, uh, there are games across the world that are being canceled. Or not canceled. They're, the fans are not being allowed to attend. So they're saying that March Madness might be played in empty gym to where you just hear squeaking. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Gym. <laughs> so squeaking, squeaking sneakers across and the coach just cussing and yelling. Uh, you probably have to kill the, kill the hot mics there. The uh, the Olympics could be canceled, and then there's a place in Italy. Italy has canceled all fans from attending games. I think that was suck as they used Hope Deals. Help. The hotels and stuff, and the and the people that have the flights like are let you to let you cancel flights yes, and everything. Yes, home. that would be a huge buzzkill if you couldn't. <laughs> it's like nope, nope, <laughs> keep your money. Sorry, all sales final. Yeah, <laughs> no refunds, bitch. Yeah, sorry. No. I, <laughs> It's, um, yeah. it's wild just in the sense that, like, they're making such a big deal of, like, <coughs> we want you to be careful with fans and watch who you come in contact with. Like, the players themselves aren't going to be running around, sweating on each other, touching a ball that they're all going to transfer and then touch their face because it's not like you're going to be dribbling down the court and then just stop and be like, oh, everybody hit yourselves with some Purell real well, quick. it's probably better for them having about 150 people in that arena than having 20,000 or whatever the hell it is. Uh, just, I mean, it's it's still, it's like, the you know, well, either way, your product is going to suffer because the players are still going to get it Imagine regardless. Imagine a Final Four in one of those football arenas with nobody I mean, sitting in that'd there. That'd be wild. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That'd be wild. Would you, uh, all right, so what's your, in all seriousness, though, what's your level of concern with this? With the coronavirus, yeah, I don't have it. I, feel, I don't have it very high right now. <coughs> what? If I get, I'm gonna beat it. Uh, <laughs> 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 that was good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, this is when I look at it like, hey, I'm ready to die. Uh, that's kind of dark, but at the same time, I still owe so money, so much money in student <laughs> loans. I owe so much debt. <laughs> I owe so much money in student loans that I know my government will not let me die. So there is too much money to be made off of me in interest. Just sheer interest or principle. So. Uh, I don't know much about <laughs> about econ, but I know that I know that I'm getting pimped by the government. So, uh, for for you know tidbits, <laughs> thank you for my service. Just yeah, oh my god. But uh, yeah, no, I'm still. I mean, it's a concern because it's going to shut down everything, and then that's going to kind of slow down the world. But H1N1 back in 09. Dude, yeah, we survived thing. the swine flu, the bird flu, SARS, AIDS, well, H1N1 HIV. H1N1 was the, like the same thing back in 09, if I remember, and people were, was freaking out, and then it just 
the media just blew it up. Yeah, you know, next year there'll be some like elephant titus flu that comes around. You know, the flu kills people on a regular basis too. Pussies, mind you, but I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, betas. God, have you died from the flu? Because I haven't died from the flu, so that's just all the confirmation I need. Okay, so all right, (laughs) that's that is not wood. So good luck. Right here. Get hard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So terrible. Cor- that's a terrible movie, by the way. Get Co- hard. Coronavi- coronavirus. Coronavirus. Winner or loser? Coronavirus. Uh, Corona's winning. Corona <laughs> is winning. <laughs> Modelo is losing. <laughs> Takate. Hey. No. To be realistic, no, I mean, I mean, to be re- to be realistic, to be real, uh, I thought about reaching out to Corona. To try and get him to sponsor either one of the podcasts, just mm. because it's like, hey, I know times are tough right now, but if you need some positive PR, you send it my way. Because I'll tell you right now, you knock the price off of your beer by a dollar, a dollar, everybody's going back to the Corona, baby. Don't you worry. We're gonna start calling this bitch COVID nineteen, like it's supposed to be called, you know, coronavirus. So we'll see. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But yeah, that's a uh, Corona is winning right now. <laughs> All right, uh, Flynn, did you watch any of the combine? I did not. No. Okay. Neither did I. You know why? Because it's stupid. Did you want to know why I didn't watch it? Why? So I have a social life and I work. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Check, check, uh, check, my, check <laughs> there. So, jerk. But okay. Yeah. I will say though, um, Todd McShay has gained some lbs from last year to this <laughs> that year. Fat face. You got he fat has, face. He has the he's double chin. Oh on. no, Todd. Maybe it should be you that's running in the oh. forty and doing some bench press. Did you see the punter that did the bench press? Oh yeah, twenty five reps. Yeah, it's wild. I benched uh, Jadavion. Okay. Oh, sidebar real quick with seven point four seconds left in New Orleans and Dallas are tied are you, at one twelve. Are you gonna this are you gonna uh, do your color analysts? Like well, I could get yeah okay inbound pass and timeout. Oh. Into, into Porzingis, guard by Ingram on the wing. Dribbles baseline, pulls oh, up for a shot. Defense. Oh, misses. Lonzo with the rebound. We're going to OT. Decent? Ter- terrible. Thank terrible. you. All right, we'll get better. We can only go up from here. It was That was a terrible play call. The, but this is, I see, I watch games like this because it's very entertaining, dude. I've been watching it on the way when I was There's setting up There's an NBA show. fan. There's a basketball fan. I really, that's why I said, I said this where some people like the NFL so much to where they will watch. They could sit there and watch a Bills-Browns game. Hello, I could sit through a Hornets-Spurs game. I would watch it. I'm not going to lie to you. If I it, would if, watch if it. If my team is not playing, I, I you don't play. You don't I watch. Don't watch. You don't watch. That's fair enough. That's fair to say. You're the local homer. That's fine. Yeah, no, I'm the one that takes a... I, 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 like, know, I, know I will watch Monday night, Thursday, and Sunday night games, but it's like a 10, a, 10 o'clock game. I'm just kind of just waiting around for the Niners to play. You don't have the red zone. That too. Tragic. <laughs> next year, next year, I'm I'm extending the invitation. You can come watch Red Zone. It's like watching football on speed with, you know, like a little bit of ADD, but, it you know, it's whatever. They do a good what? job of kind of guiding you through. It's a little overwhelming at first. Like, you might need a cigarette when you're done the first time. Ugh. But then but then week two, you're back for more, and you're just kind of like, yo, baby, give Sounds me like this. Sounds like you like watching the NFL on the reg. I like watching the Red Zone. There's a difference. Oh. Yeah, because, like I said, it's like it's like sex. So, mm. it really, though, every Sunday is just, yeah, I feel filthy and gross by the time 4 o'clock rolls around, and... So, you know, but I, I, I still enjoy watching basketball. If, if the fucking league pass wasn't so expensive, I'd get it. Tuts, tuts. I'm just kind of, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yes. All right, next topic. Or going back to what we were talking about, the, the combine and the draft. 
Uh, who are the who? What do you think the Niners need to do in that in this offseason? Because are you gonna get Tom Brady? Nope. Oh, okay. Though I do. Th- I here. Here's my hot take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw this out. This is what's gonna happen. Whoa. Yes. Yes. This is a big whoa. This is a big whoa. Hot takes. The Niners in. When are they gonna do this? They're gonna do this in the off season of twenty twenty one. Time on. Wait, oh, God, this is a lot of well, it's 2020 right now. This is the offseason right, for 2020. Two, if, if the new CBA goes through and they have oh, a season. This is the dumbest thing in the world. I'm glad you brought it up. But, yeah, we'll get there. But if they, if they keep playing in the offseason of 2022. Oh, fuck. What, you know, so, next, not this draft, but a year draft after. We're heating up. Shanahan's going to. Yeah. <laughs> getting there. Water, <laughs> water's coming to a boil. <laughs> Shanahan will will find a QB in the 2021 draft. Oh. And he will pull what Andy Reid did with Alex Smith and Mahomes. Wow. Hot take. 2020 offseason. So happen. Jimmy Garoppolo is just Alex Smith. No, I, just, I, 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 personally, I personally think that Jimmy G has kind of hit his ceiling. Okay. That's good. I'm glad you come to that realization because he could have told you that uh, when he hurt himself. So. What? That's such a stupid <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> you had six games under his belly hit his ceiling. <laughs> Fragile. So, you know, ain't built for it. Can't get through the regular season, you know? Except he did this, this last one. So. All the way to Super Bowl. <laughs> it was. So. Are you good? Are you still over? Are you over it now? Yeah, I'm over it. You sure? I mean, I'm not one of those fans that literally my whole month's devastated yeah. over it. Yeah. <laughs> I had no control over the outcome. I was pretty sad about the Steelers not making the playoffs until the playoffs started, and I was just like, well, now we can gamble freely with no <laughs> bias. So, And then I proceeded to just suck throughout the <laughs> NFL playoffs. So that one hurt. Yeah, Niners, though, I think I was reading somewhere the other day that if they don't get Armstead on a team-friendly deal, Fooked. what they should do is franchise tag him and trade him like what the Seahawks did with Frank Clark last year. Because the thing is, you got to wonder... How good was, uh, was what Eric Armstead been if they didn't have Nick Bosa in that D line this past year? Are tagging trades allowed? Because then you that's might what, be that's what, that's what that's what that's what they do with D Ford. You might be sending him to a team that's already used their franchise tag on somebody though. Well, that's the thing you got. Uh, that's, that's, oh, you have yeah, to yeah. go to a team that hasn't used their franchise. <clears throat> yeah, tag. like the Chiefs. The Chiefs. <sighs> and the Chiefs did that so with D Ford, and then uh, or maybe he had one more year. But I know the Seahawks did that Frank Clark, and they got two or three picks out of it. Hmm. I mean, and right now they don't have any picks in the second, third, or fourth round. Um, and then also, if they don't sign our Eric Garment instead, they'd have more money to give out to more people in that D line for depth and stuff. Yeah, because they were running low on depth at the end of the year. And then you'd ho- you'd hope you'd have enough money to keep your free safety. I think Jimmy Ward kind of priced himself out this year for the Niners. And um, yeah, I think so. If you were to draft some some needs for the team, uh, would your opinions be on on position need change depending on how many times a guy bench pressed something or how fast no. he ran during a forty yard dash? No. Okay. I think I think somebody was like the people. Uh, uh, Mateo's take, a big combine guy. If you take Chris Johnson out of the equation, out of all the people that like like had incredible speeds, all bus. Yeah. All bus. Well, Emmanuel Sanders is on there, so be nice. But so is Darius Hayward Bay. Oh. But I mean, like the the the, the fact that they I think have, Emmanuel the fact Sanders that is on players there. jump up like twenty spots over a forty yard dash. I just said that. Yeah. Tyreek Hill is up there too, but I mean, like, but Cheetah. like, who's the, who's the guy that had the number has the number one spot right John now? John Ross. 
Yeah, see, the jury still on him, I guess. He's but. hurt all the time. He's but a I mean, bust. but I mean, he's a bust. What did what did Debo run? And he has a second round. And then also the thing with receivers is like, I don't know. Actually. At the receivers, when it comes to when it comes to value for a receiver, the only the positions I think you need to well, you need to take them in the first round are usually. What would you agree? Pat, edge rushers in the first round. Like if like if, like it's a tackle. It's like left tackle. Oh, I had to separate from fantasy football. I had to be like running back, running back, no, no, running like, back. Yeah, right. <laughs> but usually you can get a running back in either undrafted in the later round. No, absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 so many systems have shown you that uh, get drafting a running back with a draft pick is almost but foolish. You, but like taking and then also it's the same thing with a receiver. Like and if, if take Julio out, top, a top ten receiver. How many like? What do you mean? Like a receiver, take a receiver in the top ten. No. It's like Julio, Calvin Johnston. Not unless they're like a freak. Yeah, not unless they're like a freak athlete. So that's where Jerry Judy might, or that Ruggs kid who can can run hella fast, they might get picked. So that's what they're saying. That they're saying speed right now is big for receivers. Well, you got to take a look. You can't you can't hit him at all. And basically, you just get a free run. I think what ultimately makes the draft a total crapshoot is that you have guys that are coming out of the draft. These are technically young men, and they're still going up against what you could argue young teams well, also, in college. Shan- right? like, Shanahan was saying the hardest part about figuring out what what receivers are good or not is that all of them don't know how to beat man when they come into the NFL. Yeah, they no, all, nobody, they all, nobody they, presses. They all play against zone. Yeah. So they just define the open spot in the zone, and it's pretty easy. But when it comes to having to be a good route runner and beating man, you don't find it's hard to find the players that are good at that. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess they, it's really there for just for the medical reviews and the medical reports because they can't. And then the interviews, and that's really that's just true, the yeah. FaceTime. But I, just, I don't understand why they don't measure why it's not made a big deal about why wide receiver hand size. Why is it such a big deal with quarterback? Well, it's a statistical correlation that shows that if you have smaller hands, you fumble the ball more often. Those well, then the put it behind a fucking good offensive line. Yeah, those, right? Those, those, those yeah, you're a nerd. Those are, the, those are the PFF people that give yeah, like, I, what was it? Some guy gets a yeah. 98 gray. What the hell? Is, what does that yeah, mean, 98? Quarterback's <laughs> going to be shit whether he's got an offense. Uh, whether It doesn't matter. Your quarterback's going to be poop if he doesn't have like, an offensive they'll, they'll, line. Like, I don't every, care how big every, his hands week are. Week in and week out, they keep giving like Sherman like an 80 like a was it like a 93.2 pff gray i'm like what does that even mean uh, minus <laughs> seven and you get his madden overall okay so yeah well, like, but what is like what how do you how do you get to that number if it's just, it's just on, an exact number touch upon this real quick the nerds the, the hating on the niners stick is over but if tom brady should somehow end up on the 49ers, the hate is real. The, the thing, hate, the thing that the that hate that is 100% this, this, authentic. This whole discussion has come with Tom Brady when the Niners was a guy on New England radio, said, even saying himself, he spoke his mind. He has no, he has no data to back there, are no sources or anything to back this up. He's just speaking his mind. Well, the people and are then, so desperate then, for shit to yeah, talk about right Ian now. Yeah, and then Ian Rappaport went on NFL today. He's like, I couldn't find anything with a Niner insider saying that they're interested in Tom Brady. <laughs> no, 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 whatsoever. Um, I would be so happy if you left the Patriots. Can we talk about the Astros real quick? Astros? They begin. They begin asterisks. The Houston mm-hmm. asterisks. They begin hit a lot in my in in spring training, and I just hope it continues. Also, the it didn't somebody say that that the, the ones that begin hit hit the most the ones in Double A like they're all minor league players. Yeah, this is, <laughs> so it's really you should not be throwing at these guys right now. They should be all accidental. You know, curveballs aren't breaking or whatever. But in the, in the regular season, that's where I feel free. You know, to, to tee off. And guys are starting to make jokes. They got guys wired up and mic'd up during spring oh, yeah. training. Rizzo. Rizzo made a couple jokes. There was somebody that made another joke today during a broadcast where they talked about somebody knowing um, knowing the signs. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see that the league's going to have fun with it and it's not going to go away because it shouldn't. And, 
you know, it's just with with this whole thing, I think you just want the players to be accountable, right? Like nothing we understand that nothing can be done. There's no punishments that can be doled out. So just fucking say it that you did it and like don't be so vague that you were the first time where you gave those shitty statements where it was like, We're sorry that we did something that might be wrong. Like you know that what you did was it technically wasn't in the rule books, but it was a step too far to the point where it's now been put in the fucking rule book. And it's just admit to it. Just admit, hey, this is what's going on. This is what we were doing. You know, because that's all we fucking want. Yeah. But, the, you know, the fact that they got people stealing signs in the stands, you know, like that's amazing. And and the booze, they're not going to stop. And the, the, the wild pitches, the air quotes wild pitches, you know, like I'm not hoping any of these guys get hurt. I'm just saying, hey, this is what you this is this seems like the just punishment if you're gonna be uh, an arrogant dick about it and not and not come clean. I guess Trevor Bauer finally got uh, some FaceTime with uh, Rob Manfred. I mean, I don't know what that's gonna do. Maybe crazy just told him your 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 thoughts and everything are stupid and the fact that you have your this, well Bauer's this. got his own problem with it well, because the way know, the league's but, but, exposed on on social media or or is well, not. It's, I mean, it, I mean, it's a valid point. Yeah, very. Yeah, yes. seriously. I mean, like he made a good point. Like Steph Curry does a, does a uh, drill bet- between the legs, bounce pass, and it's all over Twitter and everything. And then Mike Trout makes an insane grab where he half his body's over the wall. And I was gonna say, why? Why it. do we not see that? Yeah, why is it that I or have to wait for Major League Baseball to tweet it out yeah. thirty minutes later? Or we see like, like Manny Machado at, thir- at third base making a play where he's basically throwing the ball from the dugout and gets the guy out at first base. You know, I'll see. see I'll see stuff like that. You know, I'm gonna. You know, even if it's just a. Uh, a, a montage clip, like a six-second, like, you know, well, Vine's the, the done. Best, but, you the, know, the best. Give me a, if it, there's a three-strike punch out, just real quick, give me the three pitches in sequential order, just boom, 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 and then, you know, show me the, the strikeout. Like, the, the best baseball video ever comes around is always in August when the anniversary of Barry Bonds' hit at Yankee Stadium rolls around. It's him just when he just launches it in the fifth deck of the old Yankee Stadium. You ever seen that? Not ringing a bell. Oh, it's literally the farthest hit ball ever. I'm going to look it up right it's now. It's literally, it's, 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 <laughs> he got a standing ovation from Yankees fans. He hit it so damn far. Oh, wow. It is one of the more impressive videos. It, it was like in August of 02 or 03. Barry Bonds, Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah, dude. Run. It it's is just, insane. <laughs> is it a daytime game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see this. It is nuts. <laughs> He hit it to New Jersey, according to John Miller. Oh, DH. Oh, yeah. Whenever it bonds in the line, we got to pay him DH. Dude, look at how far this ball goes. Oh, first pitch? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's one that's hunting for New Jersey. Look how far up the third deck that thing made it. That is the farthest hit ball, like, Probably ever. God, he really was a <laughs> fucking unit, bro. Dude, this guy was enormous. <laughs> we really had a Hulk on the fucking baseball field out there. And then he had the robotic Cyclops arm protector. Oh, I think it was badass. Yeah, could you imagine the size of his helmet? Oh, get out of here. Best player I've ever seen in any sport. And he always had the nicest cleats, too. I fucked with him low-key. Just, oh, see ya. The guy that got the ball was like Bon Jovi. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Unbelievable. That's wild. I can't. Believe, I don't. I still can't believe that's first pitch. 
Well, uh, nostalgia. Oh, baby. Although Giants, well, no, they lost today to the Dodgers. I was going to say six Supposedly, and Supposedly, Ron Lotus and Kershaw got into it. Six and six in spring training. Looking very promising for the regular season. Going to go 500, baby. Solid fourth or fifth place. Hey, <laughs> improvement. They were dead last, weren't they, last year in the division? So They have, like, the top. I think they have a top Moving five. Moving on up, baby. Yeah. Um, all right. So, next up, I have... The NBA playoffs, and while this Mavericks-Pelicans game is low-key dragging on, Flan, if the playoffs ended or started today, oh, it looks like the Mavs are going to take this. 126-123, they point six left in OT. Again, all this information will be useless by the time you're listening to this tomorrow. The Lakers at number one. Clippers at number two. Nuggets at three. Rockets at four. Jazz at five. Thunder at six. Mavs at seven. Grizzlies at eight. They have a two-and-a-half game lead on the Kings and the Trailblazers. I think the T-Wolves, I mean the, the Trailblazers or the Grizzlies would be fun to watch them go up against the Lakers. I really want the Pelicans in there, but there are just too many games behind. I don't think it's going to happen. And since the Warriors are uh, sitting at 14 and 48, you haven't been paying attention much to basketball this year, huh? I haven't been paying attention to the Warriors. Yeah. That's it, though. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Oh, and I've I've noticed uh, I've been paying attention to any TNT games. So I'm watching Shaq and Charles. Oh, okay. You see Shaq's hairline? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Looking uh, like mine. Well, no, yours actually. You're in better shape than Shaq. Yeah. Give it two more years. <laughs> With that attitude, man. Come on. Think positive. Think positive. Thank you. There's a guy at my gym who, well, speaking of which, also, I'm going to interrupt this broadcast. I am officially cool with one of the bigger meatheads at the gym. And then the, another one told me that he respects my commitment to cardio, which probably <laughs> means that I don't, that, he, that's, that he, he does not respect how much I lift, which is fine. That's cool. Uh, what are you going to do when Hulk and fucking Mania runs through you? I only see him on Saturdays, and those are days where I run. So, and he's just, uh, he says he's very impressed. With that, so very you guys impressive. must not have very many people at the gym. Why? If it, this guy can just point you out. Uh, no, that means he's staring at me in between sets, which is kind of kind of worrisome. Mm. He's looking down. Why is the it worrisome? Why is it worrisome, Jeff? Because man, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know where he's been. Oh. He's a prison built kind of guy. Uh, you know? oh, <laughs> very concerning. <laughs> <laughs> don't very. That's what I said. Beat very, up. Very, uh, very, very concerning. The the dude who prison I, Mike. The dude who I'm cool with is the, the, the dementors. <laughs> they're everywhere. Actually, I rob and I stole and I kidnapped <laughs> the president's son. I didn't get caught neither. <laughs> How'd you get to prison, prison Mike? <laughs> What's the worst part of prison? Dementors, they're everywhere. Oh, I'm trying to remember this dude's name. Fuck, I totally forgot it. You be the bell of the ball. Fucking Ryan. Don't drop the soap. Uh, I'm going to remember it as soon as we stop recording, whatever. But a, a cool guy, he's an electrician. Dude's just unnecessarily ripped. I told him he looked like a cop, and he's like, oh, yeah, I get that in the military all the time. Mm. And then I've seen him out, uh, actually out at the Crooked Go before drinking. I was like, dude, that's a dude for many time. But so, um, again, totally blanking on his name right now, which kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it does. But anyway, dude's yoked, gave me dap, said – you know, so we're cool. Yeah. And then the other dude, the prison built dude, said he respects my commitment to cardio, which is slightly concerning now because I'm not Does really. Does he sure. do a lot of prison workouts? He, that's what I'm saying. He's just a, a rather large gentleman up top. He's just very, very 
big in the chest and the tri area. Oof. So leads me to believe that there was probably like a lot of dips and stuff done. You know, mm, a lot of push ups, yes. lot of push ups, lot lots and lots the of plyometrics guy. Yeah, re- like you know, just ready. You probably knock out like thirty or. 40 I'm sure he's a real nice guy, but it's just the way you know he's prison built, and that's concerning, man, because you know that's that's intimidating. So, all right, uh, transition, because I was good talking about the playoffs. We just talk about the no. NBA playoffs. We'll wait till it gets closer to really dabble with that. Um, That's when Charles and Shaq are on every night, so I'll be watching. Pretty much, yeah. So Flan will have more to talk about there. He'll be able to participate. Uh, NFL CBA, real Mm. quick. What? What? I mean, would you sign a contract for ten years? Would you know what was going on in in ten years? That's the issue I have with the CBA. What do you mean? Like, they're they're asking these guys to sign a ten-year CBA. Usually all CBAs are ten years, though. Well, no, they're usually about seven or eight, and then there's an option about four or five years through. The NFL's 2011 one was ten years. The NBA's one was in that one ten years a few years ago. I not few years like that's like ten years ago. I was just gonna say I'd have to double check that because now usually they're about seven or eight years long. So the NBA's the owners and I feel like the owners and everything everyone gets along pretty well with that one. Yeah, well that one because they know it's a star-driven league. It's the NFL. The problem here is I don't like the let's lock it in for ten years when we you don't know what's gonna happen with the cable networks like what when streaming gets introduced you're gonna tell me amazon doesn't want in a little bit more with more action and how much money are they gonna bring the players should get a piece of that you know it shouldn't all just go to the owners in the league like and i think there's other aspects of the game where it's just like there's this the 17th game what's gonna be interesting to watch is every team has a representative right that votes on behalf of their team and then that's how they they make the decision with the with the players union what about the what about the top heavy guys, right? So like the guys that have the money are willing to sit out and say, "Hey, no, this isn't that good of a deal for us, but it's the guys, the fringe guys who are competing for the practice squad that are going to fuck this up." And that's what's going to be interesting is how do you communicate those differences between those guys? In the meantime, do you have to look if you're a rep for the team? Do you have to go to the richer guys on your team and just be like, "Look, gotta get rid of the hard cap." I mean, you could, but then, but then that's put in place specifically to make sure people like Dan Snyder and and um, Jerry Jones don't just outbid each other for yeah. players. Because if they were left to their own devices, those guys would literally that would they would turn into the New York Yankees. They would try and buy to they would buy whatever they could to put together a championship product. I mean, and and. and and Washington would still fail, but you know, <laughs> and Dallas would probably get to about the NFC Championship game, and then and then somehow mess it up. But and then but it'd be fun to watch because Jerry Jones would just continue to spend money until he died, trying to trying to buy Dallas a Super Bowl. So the hard cap I think is necessary. What I think should be done is make the quarterback, make the quarterback contract separate from the from the salary cap, it is because. If it's the face of your franchise, it's your superstar. He's gonna be if he's worth it. There should be an exception to where you could just cash I, him out I, and I, say, "Hey, I, I want to make my quarterback I, you, happy." You gotta wonder when that quarterback salary bubble is gonna burst at some point, where the quarterback is like thinking himself, "I'm getting paid forty-five million a year, or whatever, whatever number it is. I'm taking up literally a third, or not a third, but like, like a fifth. Well, the cap, the, the cap, cap ever, the cap ever so keeps growing. The problem is, is that then Pat, the next, then next year the next quarterback gets paid. The problem is, is that Pat yeah. Mahomes is going to end up setting a new precedent to where yes, you are, you are talking, or you are probably starting the conversation at forty million dollars a year for Pat Mahomes. And then the next question is, is if Dak Prescott's going to get thirty-five, what happens when a Deshaun Watson's turn yeah. comes up? 
Like, where does he go? Because I'm not saying he's better than Deshaun. I mean, I'm not saying that he's better than than uh, Pat Mahomes, but, but he's better than Dak Pat. Prescott. So you're gonna have some funny money in there if that's we're gonna play with this five million dollar range of where guys should be paid. So that's what I'm saying. The quarterbacks should be completely separate, so you can pay whatever that whatever you think they are worth and whatever the, that is agreed upon. Certain quarterbacks are just worth more money. I, it's so facto. The Patriots could do this with Brady right now, to where they could actually give him. You know, they could say, "Hey, here's thirty-five million this year." Yep. You know, and then let's say they take a percentage of that and they penalize you against your your cap, your hard cap for the rest of your team. So, like, if you have a, if you're gonna pay your quarterback an exorbitant amount of money. Like you're gonna pay him forty million dollars a year, maybe there's like a, well no you can't put a tax on that because then it becomes related and I want it completely unrelated so scratch that idea. You pay the quarterback whatever you want because that's the face of your franchise, that's who you think can lead you to a championship, and then you have a pool of money left over to to assemble a team around him. And I think that would work a lot better for the owners. And let's be honest, they can afford it. If not, don't own the team. You know, I mean it's plain and simple. Yeah. So. If you don't have the money to play, that's what this is. That's what this league is. It's just one giant uh, Ponzi scheme or, pon- or, I guess, chessboard for each of the owners is they just get to play with these pieces that is their, their franchises, and they make a ton of fucking money doing it, which is wild. Absolutely wild. Yes. I think if I'm the players, I want to try and get rid of the London games. This is not something that should be done internationally. Maybe you could do some games in Canada Oh, well, not in Canada, actually, because that was a terrible idea with the way the field was set up in the preseason. <laughs> you could do some more Mexico games, but I'm trying to stay the hell away from London. Get out of here. I understand what the NFL's done and how much money they've invested over there, but that is just, it makes for a terrible product. It, a terrible, terrible product. I'd be, inter- I'd be interested to see if anybody has ever played in London and then played in, even made it to the playoffs that same year and or made it to the Super Bowl. Because I feel like if you go off to London, it's a death sentence. So somebody looked that up, and then you could tweet that at me. Or, yeah, tweet that at me, at Jeff the Intern, and, and let me know. Because I'm very curious if any team that has played over in London has had any measure of success that same year. If not, that's a great fucking case right there to just be like, I don't want my team to go over there. Continue to send the, the shit bags over there. The, the Jags, the, the, the R-word, send them over there. I don't, I don't want them. I don't want them. You know, yeah. so maybe maybe one or two's made the playoffs, but I, I can't imagine that they've had any measure of of success. And they keep increasing the games over there, which is only going to help my point because it, it feeds the the uh, the fuckery that goes on over there with with the winning percentage afterwards. You know, or the, at least the chances of making the playoffs is what I'm getting at. All right, Flan. Last question here before we get to the pop culture update. You're more of a middle life crisis or a quarter life crisis kind of guy. What do you think is going to hit you first? Do you think you're about oh. th- Did you go through a quarter-life crisis, or do you think oh, you're I'm saving it? I'm in the full-fledged. Your full-fledged quarter-life <laughs> crisis, or do you think that you're going you're gonna to wait till your midlife crisis? Wait till the midlife. You think you're going to wait till your midlife? Or my end life. Well, when I die. You, you know, well, that's the question. That was a follow-up question, right? Oh. So midlife or quarter-life crisis, depending on where you were at. Uh, would you rather know when you were going to die or how you were going to die? Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, good, good answer. Thank you. That's exactly what we needed for the show. Um, <laughs> well, fuck you, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking you a question. Should've, you're should've... saying I'm gonna sit right on the fence. I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit right on the fence on this question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think neither. Well, okay. So you just you just want to be ready. To, you you're saying you're ready to go whenever. Just hey, here we go. 
Like that's I was having that seven my approach with coronavirus is hey, we all got a number on the heartbeats, all right, man. So I'm either gonna get it or I ain't. So and then it's gonna kill me or it ain't. So uh, you know, I got two options here. My diagram is very simple. Do you have coronavirus? Yes. No. Yes. Are you gonna die from it? Yes. No. If it's no, then it, then okay. You know, like whatever. But um, so that's that's what I'm asking. I think I would rather know when I was gonna die, so that way I could take advantage of it. Although it'd be a super buzzkill if it's like, yeah, let me find out when I'm gonna die, and it's just like, actually, it's in six days. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a tragic accident. There's nothing you can fucking do about it. It's just it's gonna happen, and you're gonna die in six days. That would be a buzzkill. But would you rather know? what about the tragic accident so that way every time so like let's say they're just like you die in a car accident so every time you get in a car you're just shitting yourself when you drive because you're just like this could be the day this could be the fucking day where i die in a car accident and then you make it to your destination and you're just like really thought this thing through i was entertaining it when i was walking the dog i'm not gonna lie i was i was thinking about it yeah so it would i i that's what i'm saying i think i would want to know when as much as it would suck to know exactly what day it was that you were gonna die the inter- I think it'd be at least the interesting part would be knowing how you were going to die, right? Because let's say you make it to that date and you're still feeling perfectly healthy. Is it a heart attack? Is it a freak out? You know what I'm saying? Do you, yeah. get, do you get hit by a car or something? Like, it's wild. And then, you know, there's always the chance. Then at that point, for me, it just becomes I want to make it one day extra. I just want to make it to the next day. Yeah. And then, boom, like, then you can take me. But at that point, I just want to be stubborn and make sure that it didn't go out on the day that I was supposed to. So... You have to pee. Hundred P. Hundred P. Hundred P. Hundred percent. Oh, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Good God. So yeah, even with that, you still have no opinion on if you die or how or how or when. I want it to be a surprise. You want it to be a surprise. <laughs> you just you just want to just hey, my time is now, <laughs> and I am gone. Goodbye. What do you what would, would it be buzzkill? Would it be a buzzkill if the if it said you're gonna die like in a year? <sighs> no, because then I would just be reckless <laughs> as all hell, bro. I would be, yeah. be a buzzkill for me, bro. No like, way. I'd know that I'd be going out, so I would just live that shit. See, the problem is, is like if it says like, oh yeah. Th- see, what sucks is if I'm told when I'm gonna die, I want it to be in it in less than. Well, what am I, about to turn 27? I want it to be, if I'm going to die, have it be by 30. Otherwise, anything past that, I, wa- I want to make sure that I actually live until, like, I'm, like, 65. Like, that, that it's actually going to be a goal, mm, right? Yes. Like, try and get some mileage on the body there. Because I feel like if it's just, like, oh, yeah, like, you were destined to die at, like, 44 or, you know, something like that. Like, it's, like, fuck. Like, that's, I don't want to do that, you know? Like, I mean, nobody does, you know? So it's I think I think for me I'd rather know when, but I'd be okay with it if it was if I knew it was gonna be soon because that's where you just you turn up as 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 hard as possible. You just go all gas, no brakes, full send. Any other cliche in there? Mm-hmm. Anything other than that, I wanna I wanna try and live as long and prosperous as possible. All right, Flan, it's time for the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. 
This one actually does low key kind of matter in a, in a way because of what it's related to. So Flan, you're reading that Coachella might Shut get up. canceled. It might get canceled. There's no might. No, the people are speculating. So it is gonna get canceled if there's no might. Coachella might get canceled. Coachella get canceled is what you're telling me. If there's no might, Coachella's gonna get gonna get canceled. Might gonna get canceled. Oh my goodness. Uh, Judge Judy hanging it up after 25 years. You know how much money she was making a year? Uh, 50 million dollars a year for Judge Judy, man. That is, I mean, compelling television, but I'm sure at this point the network is just like, hey, we have enough reruns, we're going to let I you have, I have a topic. <laughs> okay. The new Bachelorette is... Watch your mouth, be respectful. Hot. Be respectful. I think this, this Claire Crawley chick... I just saw a picture of her. She is hot. Okay, there you go. She's thirty. She's thirty. Oh, thirty-eight. Oh. Really? I have a thing for moms, and that's prime time. Yeah, thirty-eight. <laughs> well, you know, that, yeah, it's a, probably like a mom, like a six-year-old. Should I put an application in. <laughs> what did you see? That I'm not seeing it on the entertainment thing. Oh, it popped up somewhere. It must be on your searches. A little weird there, huh? <laughs> I mean, over here, I am searching Judge Judy in your Camila room. Cabello's 23. I know, right? I thought she was like 28 or something. Uh, I thought she was much older than that. And take a look up Dua Lipa. How old is she? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Look it up. No, Although you I look st- it up. I stand for... Well, you I'm, look it up. I'm, my hands are full. So can you can you do that? Thank you. Yeah. Amen. Dua Lipa. Because that song, Don't Stop Now. Mm, Bang. 24. Oh. Hey, Dua. Dua Lipa. So, yes. Consider the shot. Shot. All right. Um, so I'll be back. Eternal a take comes out on March thirteenth. What? Eternal a take. What's that? Louisy Vert's uh, album oh that he's been teasing for like three years. I thought that dude quit making music. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> he yeah uh, he's he's using a. Uh, the song Way Back by Travis Scott. He's using the sample for it. Travis mm, Scott. Okay, I did see that. I just, okay. I didn't realize that he was turning that into like this whole, like, hey, I'm going to make an album. And then Travis Scott put out a. Didn't he do Instagram some cover art for saying it? That he, yeah. Then he also put out, <laughs> yeah. um, Travis Scott put out an Instagram story saying he's making a song with Future. Oh, wow. I wonder what that could be about. Doing drugs. Probably. <laughs> Something along the lines of that. That perp. There is let's, being a perp. Let's revisit the uh, high school story with Jeff Woodworth. I was gonna say let's, <laughs> let's visit this real quick. Celebrity Escape Room is coming to NBC as a one-off special. So Jack Black walked is, around Seven Up. Jack Black is gonna host. Up thinking of this shit when in reality just sucked ass to drink. <laughs> Jack Black will host, and the contestants are Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow from Friends. And Adam the Scott from Parks and Recreation with actor so cool Ben Stiller. I had a condition. <laughs> I had a medical condition. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you were just, and you were just using the, the over-the-counter stuff. I had a medical condition. <laughs> and that was a prescription. Thank you very much. No, you're plugged in. I'm just turning you. I'm just turning you down. You're plugged in. You're just turned down. You're on mute. You're on timeout. <laughs> uh, now you might be unplugged. It was it was pretty funny though. Like in high school. Thank you. All right, escape rooms. Yes. No. Are you a fan of it? 
Are you a fan of escape rooms? What's that? An escape Clearly, room. I'm not. An escape room where you're locked in a room and you need to find your way out. Fuck no. I don't want to be. Okay. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? Well, on May 21st, tune into NBC because Jack Black's going to host. The contestants are Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow, Adam Scott, and Ben Stiller. It's just a one show of them getting locked in a room. One off thing of them getting locked in a room and trying to find their way out. That sounds dumb. Okay. Well, you know, people are going to watch it. Same with the uh, the dudes. Oh, oh, what time is it? Oh, it passed. Maybe he died. Oh, no. Actually, if it's 8 o'clock. It was not 8 o'clock at the time of this recording, but I'm saying if he started at 8 o'clock, he might be still on. Yep. Flan, we are watching Nick Walenda walk across a volcano. We are watching. Nine minutes has elapsed. We are just tuning in right now, though, so not a big deal, but whatever. Walenda. Do you think you could do something like this? Dude, why is that pole so big? Look at that. How's he balancing? The harness is kind of a buzzkill, though. I'm not going to lie. If he fell in, it'd be kind of more badass. Go out at your stunt, man. I know. I think he's saying. You think he could do that? Uh Oh, he's a pussy. He has that, that wire on the back of his back. Well, it also, to be completely fair, it doesn't look like it's a wire. Um, as much as it's more of like a copper rod that's just kind of strung across the volcano. Sure, watch that video. So I think you. it's fair. What is this? What? Oh, is this somebody that dies? <laughs> oh, he falls. <laughs> oh my! Who is it? Carl? Carl Walenda? Does he fall to his death? News and they show it on the news. drop the balance beam right there and just hang on for dear life and he tried and there he goes and he's done oh fuck oh oh my god oh my god where did he where did he where did he fucking fall he disappeared they showed that on live oh my god oh oh they're showing the dead body oh my god oh what is this oh my oh my god what and we're watching this guy's news. what, like his son or his grandson, and then it just goes on to some dancer girls next to you. Get the fuck out of here. That is wild. Dude. Dude. What? Oh, look, he's over some lava right now. 11.24. We are not going to report on this whole thing because he's probably going to survive. If he if he dies, we'll hop back on. So you'll know if he died if we hop back on in the end of this. But uh, Flan, Flan, that was that is wild, man. I wonder what the relation is here. But, yeah, look at that. That's not even a wire, bro. It's a copper... Copper apparatus that's been strung across the volcano. Look at me hating on something I can't do. But, all right. Uh, that'll do it for us. Flan, you got anything else to add? No. Not, no? Okay, he's checked out. All right. Uh, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Deuces. It, Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces.
you have shit back. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a floss, I'm a gloss, I'm a cop that easy. Run the spot for some chops, I'm about that greasy. Shorty coming to the spot, but no bleep, don't tease me. I think she hang around the click trying to get on TV. I know I'm talked about a lot when I'm gone, don't see me. Trust the process, man, I'm going Joel and Beasy. I'm a boss like Rick Ross, I'm a go no keeper. Freestyling, got a wet, that's a LA leaker. Guess who's coming out your eardrum and your speaker? I met the parents and they impressed how I treat her. Bag on passenger side, sting Ray two seater. Randy Johnson with the flow got. Glow got heated. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit. I'm about to make it out of the pit. Why they foul, I'm a hit. From the line here, switch. From my crown to the shin, dick. Now they a miss. When I'm gone, nigga, bitch. Don't call, that's a tip. I'm about to walk around with my shit. I never heard it down to the dips. I'm always out of town for the glitz. 100 miles for the trip. From my style, that's a chip. Yeah. Niggas at the house doing whips. Stoop kids, and we about to be next. I ain't have to rock a dial while the flex. See the glam, you see flex. I got diamonds and flesh, nigga. Friends turn to sketch, niggas real fast. Life can't prep you on it's like a meal plan. Shorty said to come through, but she still playing. I got bills, nigga, too, that I'm still paying. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit.